What are you doing? Come on. Okay, I'll put it back. Yeah. Would you like me to put it back now? I would like you to put it back now. <laughs> Thank you. Those are uh, nifty guitar holders. Origins and adaptations. This is episode 62. I am Cody. And I am Andrew. We got a great one for you today, folks. Yes, we do. All right. I may leave that song out intentionally this time just for those noises. <laughs> just leave the noises in and without the song. So that way we get people going, hey, Andrew, uh, I, I, I don't know if you know, but there's... No song at the beginning. It's just you guys making noises for twenty seconds. We did that once. Instead of dead silence. <laughs> yeah, but we did the song. Oh, I know. We did the song. I'm just saying. Uh, no, but I, my favorite was the uh, the ending rhythmic punctuation with the. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> we were in tune, just like an organ. Yeah, so, uh, an organ. It's not the whole sad. the whole state. Well, folks. Thank you for joining us this week. We have a lot of stuff to talk about. Some sorrow. We got some laughter. We've got some tears. We've got some just in general information. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Probably more news than last week, it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, we got some news. Some news. We got some news. Then we're going to talk about our main man, Deadpool, because his movie's coming out this week. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, are you are you going to see it this weekend? So that way we can talk about next Sunday. Sunday, I mean Monday. I can I can probably squeeze it in. Awesome. Yeah. And then we'll, I, I too am going to see it. We will get that to you guys on Monday. So to start it off, Luke Cage season two got a trailer. I can tell you it was underwhelming, but it's I, not surprising at this point. Luke Cage, I uh, I I couldn't I couldn't get into it. I couldn't. Yeah, I. I couldn't get into season two. Uh, Wait, Jessica Jones. Oh, okay. I, th I thought you were gonna say you couldn't get into a show that's not out yet, and then I was gonna be confused. I couldn't get into season. I couldn't two. get. You know, I'm like see, see, season one. <laughs> season one is better than season one, though. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I I would say if you're interested in the Netflix TV series, go check it out. Uh, I still haven't finished Jessica Jones season two, and by that I mean I've seen one episode. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of underwhelmed with that as well. Um, really, at this point, I'm probably just going to watch Daredevil. But I Jessica should... Jones is a show that I, I I swear I will one day get through it. I liked it enough to try and get through it. Yeah. Luke Cage just wasn't feeling it. Wasn't feeling it? No. Just not, not yeah. my thing. <clears throat> not my thing. Well, which means Which means I'm a jerk. Yeah, it does. Because it's the most socially conscious out of all those superhero shows, out of out of out of the Marvel Netflix shows, like it is. So uh, I would I would as, imagine as, as people much, would say as much as it 
I actually do think it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard more about social consciousness from Jessica Jones. Yeah, in a like, way, in a way. Like, it won awards for flump, 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 I don't know. <laughs> flump them. Flump them, flump them. Female something. Yeah, that's that's all I know. Mm. Uh, mm, mm. No, this, it just looks, I don't know. I'd, I'll probably check it out. I should probably finish season one. I probably sh- I probably don't need to finish season one. Uh, the the villain's interesting. He is a guy who is in the comics. He is a guy who went through the same process that Luke Cage did to become okay Luke Cage, and he then he does it to himself, and but he's also like a kung fu master. He, in the comics, he's actually Iron Fist villain. Okay. Instead of Luke Cage's. So but, they change something. Yeah, they I always, think they always I, do. They they but Luke Cage and Iron Fist were always together in the comics. That's true. That's true. So there is a chance that we'll get Iron Fist and Luke Cage, but I'm not too excited about this Iron Fist. So yo, he, I wasn't either. Yeah, I wasn't thrilled. You know, I really wasn't thrilled. She <laughs> wants me to use this iron hand. On that wall, well, I'm going to say no, but then I'm going to fight her with the iron hand, and then she's going to redirect it into the wall. Don't you love it when things make sense in shows? Yeah, yeah. That didn't. No. And that's, yeah. Uh, a, it, oh, that was really annoying. Yeah. Thanks for bringing up something that I, uh, <laughs> something that I was glad I forgot. The Defenders I TV must have, show? Yeah. Well, just that moment that, yeah. that she... That they need, pardon me. That they needed him to break the wall, uh-huh. and then he went ahead and fought with the Iron Hand anyway. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> oh, but it's, it's good storytelling, Cody. That uh, story made no sense. Yeah. Marvel has plans for the MCU Beyond Avengers storyline. Just need to tell everyone because apparently everyone is freaking out and doesn't understand how movies work. Huh. Uh, the the series will continue after Avengers 4. Um, I know that there are some people who are saying, yes, well, maybe they're just going to do individual stories. No, they have a universe built now. They're going to be doing more mm. with the Avengers. I think after this, Spider-Man will be a bigger team of the Avengers team. Yeah, he yeah. might be in charge of something. Other characters might be in charge of stuff. The Avengers story is still going to go. This one is the first Avengers, as we have seen at the end of Infinity War. Oh, uh, not going to say it because we have a spoiler. Wait, I got a little lost. What spoiler. You, what? Your transition there from what you were saying about the ending of Avengers and then into whatever you're about to say now, I totally got lost. Well, I was going to go into the ev- ending. Okay. And then I'm switching that because... Okay, okay. Gotcha. We have a spoiler episode for Infinity War, uh, and I don't want to get too much into it. That's a good but, idea. Uh, that way they can still listen to this one. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. But uh, if you haven't seen Infinity War by now, how much do you really want to see it? Yeah, how much How much do you care about us? <laughs> you, make it about, you make it about us. No, uh, it's, it's just too good. You can't just ignore it. Yeah. It's been out weeks. Before. Yeah, come on. Come on, folks. Uh, but it will continue afterwards. 
Um, we're not talking about Guardians of the Galaxy 2. We're not talking about Black Panther. We're talking about Avengers Infinity War. Right. Go see it now. Which is, everyone saw those other two, so why would they miss this one? But, I don't know. I know some people who just didn't want to deal with the theater rush. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. I guess uh, I, I'm just saying, like, Guardians 2, you don't see it, no big loss. New live-action Star Wars series by John Favreau will take place seven years after Endor with new characters. Ooh. Yes. Using the special effects from the Lion, or from the Jungle Book team. I heard that movie looked stellar. I haven't seen that one yet. Now, that's, that's on me, too. I should have seen that movie. And it's a great movie. I hear it's fantastic. It's great. It's great. You know what? It's it, epic. But you know what it is? That's, with, that's a movie. why I haven't seen a movie that's, like that. That's, you a movie, that's a movie like when you said, I'm either going to watch something epic or funny. Mm-hmm. That's a movie we should have watched. Oh, yeah, yeah, we should. Oh, so what I was saying, the reason why I didn't get around to that, because I was just knocking people who haven't seen Infinity War when I haven't seen Jungle another pop- popular movie. It's because I've seen other interpretations of that story. Many, yes. many yes. other ones. Yes. But I'm sure I'm sure this one is the best live action one because the only other live action one was what, mid nineties? Yeah, it's really bad. Is it that bad? I remember yeah. it being kind of yeah. k- kitty, but You were like eleven. No, I was younger. I was like seven when that came out, maybe younger. Okay. Well when you're that age, everything's better. Well, I can't remember the name of the actor. He played Bruce Lee in Dragon and then Carrie Elwes was the villain. In that movie. Was he? Yeah, he was. See, that was one of the first I things that I saw him movie. in. I tried to block it. You try to block out Carrie Elwes or just that movie? No, that movie. I will never block out that man. <laughs> Car- Love that man. Carrie Elwes is awesome. He's incredible. So wait, that movie, you didn't watch that at all growing up? You didn't have any like nostalgia for My that My sister did. No. I don't remember it being that bad. I watched bad. George to the Jungle. Now, if you were talking about... Like uh, the old uh, Tarzan movie. No, I I get that, but I don't remember. I don't remember the old '90s Jungle Book movie. Be, ah. Could I just speak straight? I don't remember the old Jungle Book movie being all that bad, but it might have been worse than I remember it because I haven't seen it in probably 20 years. I just remember I I didn't like it. That's why I never watched it. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So that new live action <laughs> Star Wars series. Uh, thoughts, Mr. Star Wars. Mr. Star Wars. Yes. Um, I'm glad they're making it. Yeah. I I have faith in John Favreau. Yeah. I don't have any reason to to not be excited for it. John. The same reason. John like, Favreau I'm not, I'm has not... single handedly done the best and worst Iron Man movie. That's true. But he he also has made he didn't he didn't he uh make as well as act in Chef. Yes. Which was also a good movie I heard that I I haven't seen that one either. It makes you hungry. That's what everyone tells me, that the food looks delicious in it. And it's actually, I'm pretty sure it's a metaphor with him in Marvel. Oh, really? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, my thoughts on him making that series are positive. I don't mm. have any reason. He also did Jungle Book. He made Jungle Book. The new one? Mm-hmm. Well, he's doing Lion King next. Oh, really? Yeah. An actual big on-screen well, live interpretation. On on screen, off screen. 
it's the same same thing as Jungle Book. And so uh it's the CGI animals. Okay. But there's yeah, and so, but, so there, but, there but, are, but there, the cinematography yeah. is a realistic style. Yeah. It's not animation. And there are there are people who are actually it's weird how many people are irritated with this movie. That there are people who are legitimately annoyed that's being called live action. And because it's mostly going to be CG, it's mm-hmm. going to be a CG movie because there's no humans. Like in Jungle Book, you had a human. Yeah. And so it was interesting. And like I I thought about it more. I'm like, you are technically correct. But I think the fact if they film if they film the set pieces in real life, it's a live action. Right. And if they add the animals through CG, totally cool. I also We're think the also animals- We're also just using a common term to make things easy yeah. to understand so that we they know it's not- Is Star Wars live action? <laughs> exactly. So that they know it's not an animated yeah. movie. Yeah. Like, it's meaning it's not it's cartoons. Not, yeah, it's not, it's it's not, not drawn. hand-drawn or it's not- Exactly. It's not straight-up CG- Stylized, mm-hmm. like Wreck It Ralph. Or it's meant Tangled. to look real. Yes, it is meant to look live action. I wonder how how are they going to do that with just animals, though? Well, I'm, so, I'm curious so you have, how that's going to work. People in green screen suits. Yeah, oh, with a well, yeah, with the motion capture. Yeah, and yeah. that was the thing is they brought up Jungle Book, and I I was like, yeah, Mowgli was in it, but the highlight was how they got the animals to look. Like, the animals look incredible. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think people are overreacting. Uh, once again, <laughs> Star Wars series. Uh, I don't know. We don't really have thoughts. We're excited. After episode yeah. eight, we don't have thoughts about anything Star Wars, really. I'm trying to stay so, positive. I will say that the reviews for Solo have come out. And for the most part, it's a mixed bag. It's people saying it's fun, but that's kind of it. Like, uh, there on one side, I, I was seeing a lot of different takes. On one side, there was people saying that, like, they didn't nail, like, the guy doesn't nail Han Solo. Mm. Like, they just, he, it just doesn't happen. And then I, I saw a lot of others saying that they, the guy brought his own interpretation and it would it set like it sold like mm. it, it did well they thought like it was the best you're going to get written wise dialogue wise wise it's great like it's it really just comes off if you prefer the guy's acting or if you don't um i know there's going to be purists well no who, one's going to prefer him but you mean if you can get into it yeah like yeah. i mean not prefer it over over, over harrison harrison but like there's there are people who are going to say I'm not going to like this movie because mm-hmm. I don't like that this isn't Harrison Ford. Right. And I think that is narrow-minded. It is there's always got to be new interpretations of old stories. Yeah. At some point you have to allow a younger actor if you're going to do a retelling of any yeah. character, you can't just use an older actor. Yeah. I don't I don't know what it's they just, thought the other option would be. I think the reason it not doing the movie, I guess. Some yes. people just say no Which, Han Solo that was, movie. That was my boat from the beginning. Uh, and I think the issue we have here is that Han Solo was young in Star Wars. And so yeah. it's hard to go, well, this is young Han Solo. It's like, well, we have a young Han Solo. <laughs> like that, the, 
they have to match up. He wasn't 50 with, years old with, in 1977. Yeah, and that's the thing is like with Obi-Wan, we can go, yeah, we have a young Obi-Wan because of Alec Guinness was freaking 80 years old. So I was going to say <laughs> probably a thousand. Say a thousand years old. Yeah. And, but he sure could deliver lines well. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's the thing is we and have great numbers. We have. This this movie and episode four are going to be so close to timeline wise that it's going to be harder for people to go, okay, this is this is Han Solo. Mm-hmm. This is the Harrison Ford Han Solo. Um I'm just excited for Donald Glover's uh Lando. I'm excited for Chewie. There looks to be really cool characters in this movie. Yeah. Um I'm excited for the set pieces, literally everything else. Like if he's the worst part of the movie, this is going to be a great movie for me. <laughs> like I, I already know going in beforehand that this is not Harrison Ford Han Solo, and I think that's a mentality that everyone should go in with because it's not going to be Harrison Ford's Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, I don't have huge expectations for this movie. I don't. I'm going to go see it. Here's. Do you want to hear my fear? Uh, that I, em, uh, Amelia Clark is going to be everything Harrison Ford's not. No, uh, <laughs> I don't think that's going to be the deal. No, so I'm worried that even though I'm putting no expectation towards it, that going because to lay I you like down. That, that because I like it so much, that because I love Harrison Ford, and because I love Han Solo so much, that it's going to punch me in the gut anyway. Like episode eight, <laughs> kinda. <laughs> I think episode eight did it worse for you. I don't know if you can get punched in the gut as much as episode eight. Punch, yeah, punched in the gut wise. I think episode eight takes the cake for most franchise movies that you know, as a whole, I'm a fan of. Yeah, you know, because uh, as as a whole, I'm still a fan of the Star Wars saga. Yeah, I don't think anything could ever totally take that away from me. I don't. I don't think I could ever hate one movie so much that it could totally ruined my faith in any other Star Wars movie. Like, in, Let's take Star Wars, for example. Yeah. I can't just go through life now dreading whenever a new Star Wars movie comes mm-hmm. out. That's no way to live as a fan. It's true. You have to, there you, are a lot you have of fans, to have some There are a lot of, of fans faith. doing that, though. Yeah, why, yeah. why, why? Have fun with it. Yeah. It's all here for fun anyways. I mean, I tried doing that philosophy with X-Men, but I got burned out twice in a row. And then it's just, it's been there the entire time. Uh, moving on, Margot Kidder. She passed away. Has passed away. For those who do not know, she was the original Lois Lane for the movies. Yes. Uh, as far as the major motion pictures go, she was the first Lois Lane. Yeah. 1978 mm-hmm. was her first appearance. She was in, in all Superman. four, wasn't she? Yeah, she was. Getting more drunk. As the movies went on, I don't know. I don't know when her alcoholism really started, but it's really obvious in uh, four. Yeah. Well, all you have to do is watch the honest trailer for for a Superman four, and there's that line mm-hmm. where they even preface it with this. Um, <laughs> the narrator saying, "As Margot Kidder stumbles her way through the movie," <laughs> and. There's that line where she goes, but he's doing his best it's for the rest. Of us. Yeah. <laughs> and just the way she says for the rest, it's yeah. it's, just, it's so sad. Yeah. But I don't know 
do they know yet what the cause of death was? Oh, I didn't look into that. We don't need to go into it. I honest, I think yeah. it's pretty soon, or pardon mm-hmm. me, it's pretty recent. Too soon. Too soon. Yeah. Uh, but she'll always live on in my heart as the one and only true Lois Lane on yeah, screen. Yeah, I still see her as Lois Lane more than Amy uh, Adams. Amy Adams. I just don't yeah. see Amy Adams as Lois Lane. I love Amy Adams. Yeah, she's same. great, but I just don't see her as Lois. Uh, the closest that she and uh, Henry Cavill came to actually seeming like Lois and Clark was at the very tail end of Man of Steel. Yes. And you never get it again. <laughs> never again, <laughs> Cody. <laughs> when he goes, I don't it's nice understand. To meet you. It's I, nice to meet you, Lois. I don't like, understand Zack uh, Snyder. I don't understand this man. How did we get the end of Man of Steel, this hopeful, smiling, like, life is going to be great, you yeah. know, it just sucked, but it's going to be great. How did we go from that to freaking Batman versus Superman? I don't understand. I uh, we shouldn't well, I, go down this uh, rabbit hole. No, we won't go down. We this go down hole. this one every time. Every four this, episodes. That movie just. Now that's a punch in the. That's gut. a punch in the gut. That movie was a punch in the gut. Duh. Yeah. Okay. Kevin Feige has plans. For Kamala Khan in the MCU, which I am excited about. Ah. For those who do not know, she is the current Miss Marvel. And this will be the most controversial Marvel movie. Will it? Yes. To have a Muslim superhero. That's true. Will be. And it's not just like. I wasn't thinking about it's that not when just you announced Miss Marvel. Her family is from the Middle East and she she's a first generation. So her parents are from there, but she's from the United States. It's not just that. It is, she is a practicing Muslim. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that might be very controversial. Yeah. And I'm actually kind of excited to see what it's going to do. Oh. Uh, I turn uh, into, I turn into like, uh, when George Carlin talks about how he's a big fan of entropy and chaos. Yeah. This is one of those moments where I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to see what I'm happens. Going to, I'm going to be there with my big tub of popcorn. Metaphorical, because I don't eat popcorn. Uh, and Do you not actually I eat really, popcorn? I really don't like it. Really? Yeah. I want to slap it out of people's hands when they're eating it in the theater. I understand that it comes with the environment. But no, like, never did I want to do it the most than when I was watching the movie A Quiet Place. Uh, Because in that movie, it's, that movie is dead silence except for key moments. Mm -hmm. And I could just hear every single time. When I saw that movie with Nick, uh, one of his big concerns was that, because he gets really, Oh, you saw that movie? Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that movie. What did you talk? What did I do? Ben Ben and I have talked about it multiple times. Okay. Have we never talked about We've it? We've never talked about it. I guess we have Everyone, haven't. if you haven't seen it, go see that movie. That's it's a incredible. fantastic movie. It's wonderful. So Nick, Nick was... Nick, you saw it too, Chris? Yeah, I saw it. Oh, it's it's so such good. a lovely movie. Yeah. Oh. We won't talk more about it. No, it's a beautiful... But. John Krasinski just... Jim! <laughs> <laughs> He's so he, good. He, he hit it out of the park on that yeah. one. Um, where was I? He was worried. No, oh, my friend Nick. Uh, when did you see it? Got really worried about. I saw it the week it came out. Oh, okay, like maybe a week. A, a week after it came out. Okay. Um, he got really worried because um, he wasn't sure how many people were going to be there. Who all was going to be ordering food? And I was like, that's 
a you know good thing to consider because it is a very quiet movie. Yes, like they they tell you that. So yeah, so we saw opening weekend. I think we saw it that Friday, and yeah, I've never wanted to just yell at people as much as I did that movie, and it's only because of what that movie was. Any other movie, it wouldn't have bothered me. It wouldn't even entered my mind. Mm-hmm. But like. People were getting food, and it's Santopia. And Santopia, you get these blue little like light things that go off to tell you when your food's done. And some lady comes in here, your nachos, like right, in, no, probably right in the middle of it. No, that's that's only the living room upstairs. Oh, you were okay. You we were in the general, okay. and you have to go out and get your food. Yeah, no, uh, I thought I, for some reason I thought you were saying you were up there. No, and freaking like six people. The blue light just goes off, and they're just like stomping and walking through, and then like. Ugh, crackling things and opening their candy corn and their popcorn and their cream corn. And their raisin, their cream corn. Yeah, probably raisinets is yeah, my probably raisinets, milk duds. You know. Yeah. So Kamala Khan going to be in the MCU. I'm excited. We're excited. More like I'm excited for her to come. I think. The two of us are more excited for what's going to happen afterwards. I don't know what's next. Can I see that again? Yes, thank you. And then I'll give it back to you. Uh, the new Young Justice Outsiders promo has, for those who do not know, that's Young Justice Season 3 is going to be called Outsiders. The promo has Katana, Black Lightning. Who's Katana? Who's Katana? <laughs> Black Lightning, Metamorpho, Geoforce, and is there one more on there? Or is that Forum? Yep, and that's it. Uh, so it shows those characters are coming to the show. They've also shown the new suit designs for all the characters, and they're all getting like a black, blackish kind of suit, like a more stealthy kind of look. Mm. So I'm excited to see where that goes. Uh, and then last but not least, Doom Patrol has been announced for the DC Universe streaming service. D- Doom Patrol, I just recently got into it, was originally a Vertigo series that had strong connections with the DC Universe. Um, Beast Boy was on the team, and they have, I think they have announced that Cyborg is going to be a part of it. So, Cyborg will be coming to the Teen Titans in some way, shape, or form. There is an episode on the Teen Titans TV show called Doom Patrol, Mm. so I'm guessing that's where we get the introduction of these characters, and then they're going to get their own TV show. Yes. So, I am excited. That's all good stuff. Yes. That's all good stuff. Yes. Uh, now moving on to our, you know, main topic of show. A primary topic. Yes, it is our... Of the day. Our good man, Deadpool. Uh, I've heard, uh, some people that I know, um, knew others who saw private screenings and said they liked it more than Infinity War. What? People I know who work at uh, iHeart said... I think one person said they liked it more than Infinity War. Here's my issue. Here, This is something I've been discussing with people, and I think it's true more to this day, and it's it's aggravating me. I think more and more people are equating humor with good movie. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. Like, if the movie has a, a buttload of laughs, somehow it makes it better. Yeah, and I think that's why when I said Age of Ultron wasn't good... There was people going, oh, man, all these lines were funny, though. I'm like... It's not a comedy. That's not... Yeah. And I think that's that might be the case here. I think this movie is raunchy and hilarious, 
And so people are saying they find it better than Infinity War, where objectively I'm going to say it's not. <laughs> I, just no can't, I just can't imagine any Deadpool movie having as much substance as Infinity War did. There's no way. Infinity War had way too much substance, yeah. and they got too many things I'm right. Not saying, they got too many important plot yeah, points right. Yeah. I'm not saying Deadpool isn't going to be good. I'm excited for it. I have my tickets. I'm really excited for it. I'm excited for it. This is going to sound judgmental. So here's the deal. The raunchiness, the humor, um, just the, you know, the assassin thing yeah. and, and, and his swords and all of it, all the, all the common tropes that they've used throughout um, Deadpool. Really, when did that start? In the early 2000s? Mid-2000s? When Deadpool kind of became that wacky version versus like the 90s version who was... Oh, I was going to bring that up. Oh, were you? Yeah. So I, have you, a, I have a whole history of Deadpool here. Well, that I'm just I'm briefly touching yeah, on that. Yeah, All yeah. I'm saying is those common tropes are appealing to people who think a little more simply, mm-hmm. people who aren't maybe quite as analytical yeah. of movies, and that's probably why they're saying you it. Know. If you like... If Morons. you like, no, I'm kidding. Oh, no, I'm kidding. That's if brutal. anyone, if anyone enjoys it, I am joking. I'm, no, I love the first I'm Deadpool joking. movie, but um, Thor Ragnarok I thought was brilliant because it had it had substance and laughs. Yeah, and the Avengers movies all were hilarious and had substance. Yeah, I'm not saying Deadpool has none, but it doesn't really have a ton. Correct. Um, Which this one might, and they might change that, but I. Like, if you told me this movie was better than Iron Man or Guardians or any of those other ones, I'd be, not Winter Soldier, it can't be. Uh, I would I would say, okay, like, you enjoyed that movie more. Mm-hmm. And they probably enjoyed this, they probably enjoyed Deadpool 2 more because it's less exhausting. Mm-hmm. Exhausting. And <laughs> You sounded exhausted when I, you said I, that. Exhausting. And I... I think I can see where they're coming from, but saying it's a better movie bothers me. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Are th- and these might be casual s- moviegoers. Yeah. Who People. aren't inv- invested in the Marvel universe as much. Mm-hmm. Like they might go see the movies and enjoy the movies, but they are not invested in the characters as much as we are. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I don't, how I don't, can you beat Thanos know. as a villain? It was. It you was. Can't it was Thanos as a villain. It wasn't someone that I know well. It was someone who knows someone at the station that I know. So I haven't. I haven't met this person. I don't know how into the content they are. So I can't make that judgment. What? Hmm. What's that facial expression hmm. mean? Hmm. All I mean is that I don't. I don't yeah. really know how smart this person is when it comes to Marvel content okay, or how invested in it they are. All I'm saying is that even though I haven't seen Deadpool 2 yet, I, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. If it really is that good, maybe it'll be that good. Maybe. Maybe. I still doubt that I'll like it as much. I like the Avengers too much. Yeah. I like Captain America and Thor too much to say, oh, yeah, Deadpool was better. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Oh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, and oh man, Strange was so awesome. Can't say anything, but uh, I'm just kidding. No, Strange was awesome. Yeah, Strange was great. Uh, Way better than in his own movie. I would agree. <laughs> um, your first interactions with Deadpool. Can you remember? My first interaction with Deadpool yeah. was I went up to a guy at the counter 
uh, at Odyssey Comics, in which used to be in Vancouver. It used to be, well, there was one location on Highway 99, really close to my old house that I grew up in uh, during high school. And uh, I remember it was, yeah, it was that at that location. And I remember asking a guy, I said, who the hell is Deadpool? This, this, <laughs> this is probably going on 10 years ago. Yeah. I said, I was like, who the hell is Deadpool? And he's like, uh, the guy's like, well, he's kind of the flavor of the month right now. And I'm like, oh, he's like, he's an assassin, you know, he's edgy and he's got these cool swords and this and that. He can't I find, die. I find it funny that he was yeah. flavor of the month 10 years ago and he's still flavor of the month. Well, yeah. I mean, you could, you could say that he's had staying power, but who knows? That's, that's what he was, that's what the guy said though at the time. That he's like, you know. Well, I think people thought he was. Yeah. Like, I didn't think. I don't think people. I don't think people estimated that it would be this big. I didn't either. Yeah. Um, but any, go on. Anyways, so I said, "Well, how edgy is it?" And my first memory of any Deadpool comic book mm-hmm. ever was he found one of the Max ones. Oh gosh. And he showed me a clip of a guy pulling a turd out of a toilet and. Uh, pulling something out of it that was hidden in it. Yep. And I was just like, oh, it's so gross. Yeah. But yeah, that was Deadpool. That's, that my, was your... my first exposure to Deadpool was that and that. So, But you know what prepared me? Yeah. You know what didn't prepare me? My first interaction with Deadpool. What's that? My first interaction with Deadpool was just like my first interaction with Moon Knight through the Marvel Ultimate Alliance video game. One of the best. Uh... And I remember my brother played him the most. Uh, he, cause he had, cause Deadpool has teleportation vi- devices, and so um, one of your moves is like you could teleport places, and it was a really good, like a really easy way to get around. Okay. Um, but I mean, it's a video game that's based in the Marvel universe, and so it's not edgy. It's well, not yeah. it's not Deadpool edgy. So I was just like, oh, he's just a fun, goofy dude. And then the Marvel vs. Capcom video game, I was like, oh, he's just another fun, goofy dude. That's when I learned, like, chimichangas and katana rama. No, he had a lot of catchphrases that I thought were funny. And then there's the Deadpool video game, which is really raunchy as well. Uh, but before the Deadpool video game, I started getting into the comics more. Uh, and so I went back and read some of the 90s stuff, which is super dark. Super dark. Uh, and started realizing that there's more to Deadpool than his zaniness. And then it's what made me less interested in Deadpool. Was discovering his origin? Because... I thought they ruined the character from then on. I think yeah, I think the, the deep-seated stuff with Deadpool, his serious stuff, is better than his zany stuff. Uh, but, dude, what, what did I say earlier? People can be simple. And I know. The, I know. the crassness and I the know. raunchiness just It's the same appeals. reason Harley just, Quinn is the way she is now. It uh, bothers me. Like, Harley Quinn was a complex character, and she is now DC's version of Deadpool. I was going to say she's now DC's version of a stripper. Well, you could say Deadpool can be that sometimes. Yeah. Uh, no, but her costume now is less stripperish. But It got there, though. It, yeah, You're right. Now it it's was, a little different. It was, pretty, it was pretty far out there. I just, 
I think there's my, a Harley Quinn I've animated series I've already said this on out. the show before, but my only problem with that was that when I first got into um, Batman, you know, a big part of it was Batman the Animated, animated series, series when yeah. I was a kid, and her character just wasn't like that. Yeah. Wasn't sexual at all. Yeah. Um, I never saw her like that. And what's funny is that show did somewhat sexualize Catwoman and Poison Ivy, not to a great extent, but a little bit. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so, the, so some of the females are kind of sexy and some aren't. Mm-hmm. And Harley Quinn, I always just thought it was like, kind of like, you know, kind of like crazy cute. Yeah. But not really raunchy. Yeah. And they raunchified her. They did. So going on to Deadpool. Deadpool's history. His real name is Wade Wilson. Uh, he is known as, as a disfigured and deeply disturbed mer- mercenary slash assassin with superhuman ability to ex- with a superhuman ability of an accelerated healing factor. Um, not only that, but he also has enhanced strength and enhanced reflexes of some sort. Uh, helping him to defeat his many foes. Mm. Uh, he was first created by Fabian Nikitsa. I want to. S- I that might. I might have just. I can botched. never pronounce. It. I I know that it's, guy. I can never it's pronounce his name. It's N I C I E Z A. It is a ridiculously awesome name. And then, of course, Rob Liefeld in 1991. His first debut was in New Mutants, uh, and initially he was depicted as a villain. Uh, which he then later, which later evolved into his current anti-hero, anti-heroic persona, where he's not fully hero. He does good things, but if you pay him enough money, he won't. Uh, in 1993, he received his own miniseries after appearing in many different New Mutants, X-Men kind of stuff as a supervillain. Mm-hmm. Uh, he received his own mini miniseries titled "The Circle Chase." Uh, this then, after that, in 1994. He was in his own self-titled series written by Mark Wade, uh, and Mark Wade said, "Frankly, if I had known Deadpool was such a creep when I agreed to re- write the miniseries, I wouldn't have done it." <laughs> Someone who hasn't paid for their crimes presents a problem for me. Uh, Mark Wade doesn't like writing the antihero. Um, it's very, it's actually very apparent in a lot of the stuff he writes. He's very like, "Yay, everyone go!" And it's why he does so well on Archie because I know. Uh, I mean, point in, point in case is the Riverdale TV show. There's so many people who would make Archie like this creepy sleazeball. Okay. In which he's not. It's true. He likes girls. He likes dating girls. But that's literally it. It's just dates. They're going on dates. He has his main two, Betty and Veronica. Mm-hmm. In the comics, they're doing a really good job of Veronica is his girlfriend and Betty is someone who he was close to and isn't with right now. Mm -hmm. So I think they're doing a good job with that. Uh, Then in 1997, he received his full ongoing title in seven miniseries written by Joe Kelly. It's one of the most known Deadpool series. Like, it's the standard. If you're going to go read it, you read the one by Joe Kelly. It became an action comedy which established his his supporting cast. Blind Al and Weasel, Blind Al being his... uh, in the movie is the older woman who's blind, and then Weasel is the uh, T.J. Miller character, the blind or the the guy at the bar. Um, it gained cult popularity. It was not a huge hit for its unorthodox balance of angst with slapstick humor, um, and that's not the zany stuff that we're seeing seeing now. It's not the whole uh, break the fourth wall stuff. 
he did break fourth wall, and there's a reason for that. Um, Joe Kelly wrote, with Deadpool, we could do anything we wanted because everybody just expected the book to be canceled every five seconds. Mm. So nobody was paying attention, and we could get away with it. This was Joe Kelly explaining why he made all the references, like the Batman references and all of that. It's because the editors and the publishers didn't care. They thought it was going to can't. They thought it was going to get canceled. Hmm. Uh, and so they, they just threw all the stuff they could get it in there. They made references and they made it ridiculous in that way. But it wasn't the I'm going to pull a balloon out of nowhere right. and it's going to turn into a rocket kind of thing. Yeah. It was still kind of grounded and it was still gritty. The series then was taken over by Christopher Priest, who found the character to be complex and a little hostis. Ah, uh, sorry and a little uh, hostile to new readers. And I think that's why it didn't gain the popularity that it did. Back in the early 2000s, people who were coming to Marvel Comics, seeing this character who kind of looks like Spider-Man, and reading it and finding it's not Spider-Man. But at this point, it was then that he realized that it was okay to make Deadpool look stupid. Priest is the one who is who should be credited for establishing the fourth wall as an essential part of Deadpool's worldview. So it's Christopher Priest's run where Deadpool then sees it more of, I am the only one who knows this stuff. Mm-hmm. That that is his character. It's not just something he's saying. Uh, Deadpool, Deadpool's last issue, his 90s last issue, was uh, number 69 in 2002 when he was killed by a supervillain called Black Swan. He then returned in a series called Agent X at mm. the end with issue, 50, issue 15. In 2004, he then appeared again with the launch of Cable and Deadpool, written and returning, written with returning Fabian <laughs> Nikiza. Uh, and this is this is a standard. If you're going to read Cable, if you're going to read Deadpool, you read his 90s stuff and you read the Cable and Deadpool series. It's what the new movie is going to be based off of. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for that because I've always loved Cable. Yes, I've always thought he was a nice, badass character. Yeah, and he's very straightforward. When I like say you, when I say nice, I mean a. He's not a, nice. A, 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 no, not a, not a nice guy. A nicely created character. Mm-hmm. He's got, he's got cool gadgets, mm-hmm. and all sorts of awesome hardware. And the last, and he's, and he doesn't take crap. I I, I no. love I love what's the word I'm looking for? He's very staunch. Yes. Yeah, And the reason this is important and this was an interesting series to do is because the last time that you saw Cable and Deadpool together is they were fighting. Deadpool was the villain and Cable was the hero. Uh, so we now have a series together where they were, they always butted heads, but it, it ended up being that they were an unlikely partnership that created a, a great bond and a cool series. The title then was canceled in 2008 with issue 50 and replaced by a solo cable series. Later that year, Daniel Way uh, then launched Deadpool, another Deadpool title, and this series focused more on Deadpool's relationship with Bob, agent of Hydra, instead of bringing in a bunch of other characters, such as like doing team-ups with Spider-Man. He didn't want it to be Deadpool and friends. He wanted to focus more on Deadpool, uh, Deadpool's character, and especially with uh, exploring this whole thing of a character who is a part of Hydra but is friends with Deadpool. And just this interesting and, like, I don't know. We always see Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and uh, all the different just 
solo agents like uh there's freaking what's her face uh shannon carter no uh, i i always forget this when i need to know it agent 13 captain america's oh uh love interest peggy no her niece Oh, 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 okay. So Sharon. It might be Sharon Carter, but Gosh, I don't know. Sorry. sorry, uh, sorry. It's just interesting that we have a character like that for Hydra. Uh, I think that's really interesting and, and a, a cool avenue to go with. Mm. In 2010, a series called Deadpool Corpse was then released by Victor Gishler, which features alternated versions of Deadpool, such as Lady Deadpool, Headpool, Kidpool, and Godpool. Headpool was from the zombie Marvel zombie series. It was a decapitated Deadpool, uh, and he was just a floating head, like or he wasn't even floating. Like they had to carry him around, but he could oh. still talk. Uh, I actually remember reading some of the series, and it, it's this is diving more into that zany, that zany stuff really happened after the Cable and Deadpool stuff. Uh, real, it really dove into that. Just what is this? This is ridiculous. Uh, and I think Deadpool core is really just brought that out even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, the alternated versions with the the female version of Deadpool, Headpool. There was a child version of Deadpool, Kidpool, and then there was a dog, Dogpool. And they're <laughs> they're not even I love creative. The name Dogpool. Uh, yeah, they're not even creative. They're just ridiculous. After the series, Deadpool Volume Two by Daniel Way was writ- started uh, with a story arc called Dead, in which he in which he loses his healing ability and becomes mortal, uh, which is some cool stuff um, involving him learning. He then learns more combat-oriented moves, um, especially from Taskmaster. He employs Taskmaster to teach him how to fight, Mm -hmm. uh, which then Taskmaster tries to use against him and fails. Uh, Then later on in Marvel's Now Initiative, a new series was launched written by Brian Posehn, who, for those who do not know, that is the comedian uh, who is also in the Sarah Silverman show. This series... uh, The Sarah Silverman show? Yeah, what did I say? Did I say that? You you did, I was just confirming. Yes. I had forgotten that she had her own show. Yes. Uh, This series, in this series, Deadpool gets married to Shikla, Queen of the Undead, and discovers that he has a daughter named Eleanor. Uh, during original sin, it was also revealed that Deadpool was tricked into killing his own parents, which he doesn't know about. And then later, uh, after Secret Wars and the all-new, all-different series of Marvel, Deadpool becomes extremely popular and rich. Around this time, Shikla's domain invades Manhattan, which turns, which in turn leads to their divorce. Uh, then, the last we saw of Deadpool was after Secret Empire in. In Secret Empire, for those who do not know, is the evil Captain America. He, we the famous Hail Hydra scene that made fans all over the universe. Oh, I remember go that insane. Uh huh. Um, that started Secret Empire. Uh, evil Steve Rogers. What year was that? Two thousand third. No, two thousand fifteen. Fifteen. I want to say. Yeah. Uh, well, it was around the time you you and I did a show. Yes. Where we mentioned it, but that was back when we had our low budget. Yeah. 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 It might have been 2016, actually. That was back when we had our uh, Evil Dead 1 budget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, that's a good one. Oh, and we're in Evil Dead 2 right now. It's the best one, by the way, Chris, because you're the best. Wait, what, what, what? Oh, yeah, we're on Evil Dead 2? Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, I just hope we never get to Evil Dead 3. It's where we're comedic, but, you know, eh, it could be better. Uh, <laughs> in 
In Secret Empire, evil Steve Rogers convinces Deadpool to kill Agent Coulson because uh, he claims that he has gone rogue. After this and all the things that happen in Secret Empire, plagued with guilt, Deadpool heads. Uh, he doesn't do what evil Steve Rogers wants him to do, but he can't live with it. So he decides to leave his old life behind and forces him himself into a coma, a drug-induced coma in which he can then start clearing out all his memories. Bam. Uh, and the last we saw of Deadpool, he um, recovered from that coma, saying, I am a new person, I am a new thing. And then the last word in that, I think it's Deadpool 300, which is just ended this last week, and it's going to start up again in June. Uh, the last word is chimichangas. Mm. Yep. Nice. Yeah. So that is the history of Deadpool. Uh, for those who you really went into it, I did. I actually, <laughs> I, I had a lot of fun well with done. this. Um, really diving into the character, uh, I thought it was interesting seeing the different quotes. Uh, seeing Joe Kelly, the him explaining why there was the fourth wall breaking. I think that was really cool. That's that was cool. just that no one cared. That they they could do it because no one cared. No mm. one was paying attention to them, um, which is really fun. Andrew, question for you. Yeah. Um, this is a very loaded question, but as a character, what does Deadpool mean to you, and how do you feel about that character? Deadpool is a character that I can put in any situation and I'm probably going to have fun with. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think he needs to be that character. I think if you try to make him more than that character, you can't go back. If you bring him into this serious mode like they had in the 90s, which is a, it's a great, I think it's the best Deadpool. Mm. But at this point, we can't go back to that. Yeah. Because you have this character that can do whatever he wants. Uh, he can live forever. He can never die. Mm -hmm. uh, he says ridiculous stuff. He does ridiculous things. Mm -hmm. um, to take that away and try to make him more grounded would create a bland, generic character that we don't need. Well, what I think is that it would you'd also be giving people something they don't want and something they aren't familiar with. You know what I think it would be like? If you were after the Nolan Batman films to go yeah. back to the 60s Batman show. Yeah. Yeah. And make Batman ridiculous. I agree. Like, it's the reverse. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's, it's the total reverse. But I agree. Um, my take on it, Deadpool is a character who's entertaining and I'm happy he's there when I want to enjoy him. Yes. But if I woke up tomorrow and... and only a few things in history had been changed, and one was that Deadpool had been unwritten. <laughs> I'd be like, eh, no big loss, yeah. whatever. whatever. Yeah. I don't. I enjoy Deadpool. I have no emotional stake in mm -hmm. any of yeah. of him at all. It's just more entertainment to me. Yeah. Um, I like I like talking about him, and I I like when they. I really enjoyed the uh, Deadpool Batman superpower beatdown. That was really random that they chose those two characters to go mm -hmm. head to head. But uh, do you remember that one very well? I, yeah. I remember I showed it to you. It was one of the most well done out of all of them. Uh, but anyways, I like when they pit him up against superheroes or characters who really counter his character. Mm -hmm. Like Cable's so serious. Yeah, he's so staunch and he's such a badass. Yeah. So when you put that, when you put him up against a jokester, just a total goofball like mm -hmm. Deadpool, it's funny. Yeah. And it's and it's interesting. Him. 
he by himself just isn't the most interesting character. He isn't the most interesting. No. Well, and it's because of what they've made him now. Yeah. Uh, I get that. I get that. Fun little fun facts about Deadpool is the reason his name is Wade Wilson is because uh, um, Liefeld was a big fan of Teen Titans. Okay. Uh, and in Teen Titans, at the very beginning, did you know Deathstroke's first name was not Deathstroke? His name was the Terminator. <laughs> and I know that because I am reading his first appearances, which is in the New Teen Titans. The Terminator. Series, yep. And he is he is always referenced to as the Terminator. They always say, like, they refer to him as Slade Wilson. That's his name. Uh, so uh, right. he, liked, he liked that series. He liked the Teen Titans series. And he liked that character. And so Wade Wilson, Slade Wilson turned into Wade Wilson. Yeah. It's not really, it's not creative at all. No, I remember but hearing this is also I Rob remember hearing about that. Rob Liefeld is not the most creative man on the planet. <laughs> uh and then after that I uh, he likes pecs and thighs and pouches uh, everywhere so pouches, everywhere so ammo, many pouches. Ammo for guns he d they don't have. I don't know. Yeah. Uh no, but he also likes Spider-Man. And so that's why Deadpool has red in his color. And his suit is very Spider-Man-ish. It is, yeah. Um, and I think that goes hand-in-hand hand with Spider-Man and Deadpool. I've had a lot of uh, connections together as well. They've done a lot of team-ups. Uh, I think people try to do that because it makes Spider-Man more serious. Have you, have you seen the uh, the Spider-Man, Deadpool, in the waiting room uh, YouTube things? No. I think they were also put up by Bat in the Sun. Oh, really? You'd like those, actually. They're pretty funny. They call them waiting room, uh, waiting room specials. Nice. There's one with uh, Bruce and Dick, like in a hospital waiting room, huh. if I'm if I remember correctly. And then, but the the Spider Man Deadpool one's great because they're both in character and in yeah. costume. And it's funny because you get to see the difference between Spider Man's wisecracking and yes. Deadpool's. Yeah. Because Deadpool's gets a, Deadpool's annoying. Yes. And Spider Man's like, dude, shut up! Like, yeah. <laughs> like when you get Spider Man to be like, dude, shut up! Yeah. You're you're pushing you're it. You're pushing it. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's really funny because like Peter gets an or Spider Man gets like annoyed and then mm -hmm. he wisecracks back at him yeah. and then they just keep trading it. It's yeah. pretty. It's pretty funny. No, and that so that's the that's going to be the big differences there is, you you see that in the characters and. They they were fans of that, and they thought it would be fun to have a villain who did the same thing that Spider Man did, which was make those right those wisecracks. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that is a lot of the Deadpool. There's a lot more that we could go into. Uh, I I gave you the cliff notes of each of his his story arcs and his who of his supporting cast is. He has a ton of villains. He has a ton more supporting cast. Mm -hmm. Uh, he has a ton more relationships. How many trades of Deadpool have you read? Trades? Yeah. Two. Well, I think here's I've, the thing. I've read two or three. Here's the thing is I read a lot of single issues. So okay. I, I I don't know how many trades. I read all his 90s stuff. Okay. Um, Which would be a lot. Yeah. But I, I can't tell you how many trades. That was back before I started reading trades, really. Okay. Um, okay, okay, okay. Do you have a favorite recent read this week? Oh, getting into that, I was going to read Birthright today, mm. Volume Six, and it's a good one. And uh, I did not end up reading. I've felt queasy all day long. Yeah, um, reading just didn't sound good. Well, first, 
this afternoon, I was like, oh, I'm going to go on a walk. And I went and I walked for like a wa- like a long time, mm-hmm. probably over an hour. And in the sun, I, was, I just started to feel like really, really worn out. Yeah. And Doesn't I got do. I got dehydrated, and then I was like, "Ugh, I'm not gonna read." I didn't I didn't read anything today. I was gonna okay. re- I was gonna read my novel today too, not the one that I I haven't written one, but the novel I've been reading. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it, and so I, have, I read I, it all the time. I haven't, yeah, yeah. I haven't written anything. Uh, for me, uh, I read a lot this week, but I would say oh, it's a tie. It really is between. FF Volume 3, which is the Future Foundation, which is the spinoff of the Fantastic Four that Jonathan Hickman wrote. Mm-hmm. Really good stuff. Uh, all throughout, all it it's the lead-up to Secret Wars, essentially, and all throughout it, you just have people going, all hope relies in Doom. It's so good. Mm. Doom is such a fantastic villain that he just doesn't... He, he has so much confidence in who he is mm-hmm. that he will not back down. Oh yeah, and it's and he backs it up like it's incredible. Oh, that dude is yeah. so resilient. Yeah, nothing scares him. Yeah. He he actually escapes from hell. I th- I think he's the most terrifying Marvel villain. Yeah, I'm actually reading. Uh, I really do. I just read Road Road to Civil War, which is uh, that's going to be the next big event I get into. Is the Original Marvel Civil War. I've read most of it, but I haven't read all of it, and so I'm finally getting to that. Uh, and in it, Doom shows up, and this is before the Hickman stuff, but before that, they had essentially sent Doom to hell. Uh, I believe it's like where Mephisto is. Um, and he's getting ready to fight like demons and stuff, and all of a sudden, this is during Ragnarok with uh, Thor, where all the gods are dying, and in that it's disrupting all the planes of existence. Mm-hmm. And he sees Mjolnir flying past him, and he actually goes to grab it uh, and gets tied into its stream and escapes from hell, just in the determination to grab Mjolnir. He's like, this is going to be mine. And he finally gets to Mjolnir, he grabs a hold of it, uh, and he can't lift it. Uh. And it's the first time... He has ever been wrong. Well, it's like the first time that he can't do something. Yeah. That's so awesome. Uh, It was great. It was really good. It was really good. I wasn't even there and I'm loving it. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) That sounds so great. So FF is good. Road to Civil War was also Uh, really good. Uh, But I think. I got to read that. I I have Road to Civil War? Well, what you you just. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. We're explaining that sounds Uh, so good. And I would say my favorite, though, is. Chew. I always mention Chew. I love this. You comic. have mentioned that one a lot, a number of it's times. It's so yeah. fun. And there's this recurring character. His name is Poyo, and he is a cage fighting rooster who's mechanically enhanced. That's amazing. And he is death incarnate. Like <sighs> he just kills everything, people, whatever you name it. He just kills it. Uh, and he always shows up in every single trade. And at the end of this trade, there's a guy who is a cyborg, uh-huh. and he's a part of. He's a part of the, uh, oh, what is he a part of? He's a part of one government organization. I think it's the one that handles like animals and stuff like that. And all the, all the agents are cybernetic in some form. So most of them are cybernetic animals. Like he's one of the only people. And they're like your new partner, Poyo. And like Poyo shows up at the end. I'm just like, yeah, Poyo. It's so good. 
Yeah. Sweet. Chew is a good one. Uh, I also read the Archie's comic, which is uh, Archie forming a band. And then there's also Manhattan's Volume 5, uh, Manhattan Projects Volume 5, which was good as well. You read Birthright Volume 6 last week, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't read it as much this your week. Bro, your bro liked it, too. I re- Dude, I really wanted to read it today. I had every, it was good. I had every intention of reading it, it and I was just like, Gah. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> it's a lot of catching up. Like, number six is a lot of, like, this is what happened. That's good. Well, that's, yeah, that's especially good because I haven't read any of it for a year. Yeah. So. Well, it's more like filling in the backstory of yeah. certain certain stuff. Instead of, instead, of, instead of progressing the series forward, it just, like, solidified stuff. That's that's cool. Yeah. Uh, well, that's... That, well, that series, we can touch on this just real quickly before yeah. we get going. That series has so much going on in it. It does. That's why it's so beautiful. Yeah. It's a very rich fantasy. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the best fantasies that I've ever read, and I'm... I'm so grateful that it's in comic book form. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for joining us this week as we talked about Deadpool. Uh, excited for Deadpool two comes out this Thursday. Be looking for it in theaters. You can't really miss it. It's going to be everywhere, uh, and we will be talking about it next Monday uh, or next week for you guys to hear about. Yes. See ya. Thank you. Thank you.